Okay, y'all, it's another Wednesday. Whether you're driving to work, taking a lunch, or you're finally winding down, welcome to Conversations of Truth Podcast. I'm Jaquila, and you have entered a judgment free zone. Now, on last week's episode, um, I let you guys in on the girl talk where we discuss things such as um, how to avoid conflict, reflecting on the past, and assessing our future, how we see ourselves versus how other people see us. Um, We also spoke on shyness and how it is a product from the spirit of fear. And lastly, we discussed um, leaving our comfort zones to increase possibility of new things occurring. So on today's episode, it's a continuation from the girl talk. And we're going to discuss some things about dating, how God would use anybody, regardless of who it is, to push his agenda, even if it is your enemy, and how all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. So as a preface, I am not a therapist. However, I can reassure you that life is still taking us for rounds in the ring. But if you're listening, that means you haven't given up. We are all going round from round, but that doesn't stop us from pushing forward. Now let's get into the show. Okay, so we back. So we back and we back and we back. So we talked about about all of the visitors. Please stop singing on the podcast. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Okay, so go back to Valentine's Day just for a little bit. Have you seen the posts where people are like, or men mainly, are saying how Valentine's Day is all about women? Every holiday is like that. Because you have to think about like Father's Day as well. They like, oh, we get the short end of the stick. All people care about is like Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's time like to celebrate like both people, I do see it a lot where like people are like, oh well, what you get for Valentine's Day talking to females, but not really like a male. Mm-hmm. And if a female mm-hmm. say like, oh, I did this for my man for valentine's day they'll be looking at him like oh well what he do for you and i think it's just kind of like a double standard i don't think it's like soft or anything like it's love day you're just Mm -hmm. expressing your love for someone they want to feel love too right and that's what so i i love valentine's day and not even just for myself like if i have a partner i like to plan stuff and go all out for them because Mm -hmm. it's i just thoroughly enjoy doing that but you mm-hmm. have men who, because there are women, of course, who don't like doing stuff like that, or they feel like they shouldn't have to. They're really self-centered, and it's just about them, them, them. And I feel that is a factor in why relationships are going the way that they go these days. Mm-hmm. They're not really lasting. And I had a thought, I was like, people, and I also read it, people choose people for what they can do for them and they don't choose people because they genuinely like that person and I found myself in the situation with the last relationship and I I used to sit and think do you actually like me like you Mm -hmm. might like what I have and what I can provide and you like that I'm smart you like that Mm -hmm. I'm career you like that I'm ambitious I got a head on my shoulders but Mm -hmm. do you like me like do you really right me (laughs) I feel like that because people will ask me I was just having this conversation with this older gentleman at work 
And he's like, everybody there is like getting to know me in like the mm -hmm. clinic. And he's like, are you married? I'm like, no, like clearly I don't have a ring on my finger. No, I'm not married. Engaged. And I'm like, no. He's like, you have children? No. Oh, you a good catch. Somebody need to snatch you up because of all of that. I said, oh, they need to snatch me up because I'm 31 with no children and I have a career. Like, that's what makes me like a good catch. Like, and he was like, well, yeah. And think like, he's like in his sixties. And I'm like, yeah, to him and like to that generation. And that goes back to what we were saying, like being taught by generations before them. Um, yeah, like that's, that's a one like oh yeah it could be like I look good on paper for somebody mm -hmm. I could be batshit crazy <laughs> you don't even know I could have been running from the feds because I killed my last husband you don't know anything about me but just because I look good on paper I'm a good catch I'm, I'm gonna introduce you to my son and I'm like no and it's the same thing for women like I love my girl Portia from The Real Housewives, but I think we all know she married that man because he was a millionaire. It was shady how she got with him. And it's like that with a lot of people like in reality TV or influencers or whatever, they marry for an image and like what they can get out of their relationship. I think if they say like, name three things that you love about this person, it wouldn't be anything that deep down, like that has any substance. Mm -hmm. and see, I love the way it loves me you're like girl go somewhere right but see I think and that's why I said like because I think that I don't think that love can hold together a relationship yeah I can love you I can love anybody but I don't have to like them so if you exactly. usually if you don't like somebody you don't want to be around them you don't want to spend time with them when it comes for doing for them you really don't want to do for them you might do it because you love them, but you're not you're not um, drawn to do for them just to right. do for them. So that's why I was just like, yeah. Mm. But people be like, oh, no, you're supposed to marry people because you love them. No, because love is what I have you stuck in a situation that, <laughs> Let me that something. don't serve you. What's that Anthony Hamilton song? And every time I be singing that song, because I be grooving. I shut my mouth on that part. He talking about, we don't even need no groceries. We oh can live on love alone. No, baby, you're going to have to feed me. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, no, no. That's, like, yeah, that's just, that's love don't pay my bills. And I have a certain, and yes, like for me, for myself, as I'm like, like the IRS says I'm single, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So as a single woman, like I have a certain lifestyle. No, I'm not to go marry Joe Schmo. Now I gotta downgrade my lifestyle. I would not be happy, girl. You you would be surprised how many times I've heard somebody tell me you're not gonna get a man like that. Like you're not gonna get the man that you want because you're being too picky. Now we I had a discussion with a few people and the girl she was saying that we don't have any options, right? Then the guy came back and he was like, no. It's not that you guys don't have any options. Excuse me, but he was saying that we have so many standards set that we minimize what we get to choose from. And I see his point of view 
because okay there may be less men or a lesser population of men in the world than women mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. get it but you have ten thousand men who ranging from homeless to billionaires right mm-hmm. and you say well i don't want to date a homeless man so now you're you're picking right <laughs> and then you say well I don't want to date a man that got kids. Okay. Now you're down to 2000. <laughs> and then you say, well, he has to have a bachelor's degree. He has to be ambitious. He got to be six foot so-and-so mm-hmm. and dark skin. Baby girl. <laughs> Probably not in your area. You, yeah. Baby girl. Like you and I, I, I get where reality has to kick in but at the same time like i don't i've said this before i don't want to de- uh deter anybody from wanting what they want you want what you want right. you pray for and he might fall from the sky like we don't know <laughs> we, we don't know because i like what i like and i want what i want i, want- and I don't think that what i want is unrealistic at all How- right. however i feel like only I would know what I'm willing to be in for all day, every day. I could say he got to have as many degrees as me. He got to have a house bought like me. He got to own his car. He can't have no kids, but somebody that got a business that's successful. They are ambitious. They own everything that they got and they got a child. And what if they have a child in the relationship with the mother of the child is healthy? right so that's oh, what you saying. don't want him because he he got yeah, no right. i'm not doing that you you I'll, I'll take the baby that you already got with no problem you know me you can have all the kids you want because i'm not sure i'm gonna push any out but <laughs> that's neither here nor there but i'm just joking because you can't have like 10 kids with 10 baby mamas it's, no but i will say like me talking to like other people it's like okay don't say you want him to be like six feet too dark skin with shortcut ways and brown. I just say you want to be attracted to somebody. Attract that, that, that. Because we're not gonna act like they don't have to be attractive, right? I don't want to wake up and look at you. Then it's just not gonna work. I just think I cannot settle for someone that's not financially stable. Mm-hmm. Now you can work on that and then we can discuss what's happening. Um, but I'm I'm not gonna be responsible, like I'm not gonna be the sole breadwinner, mm-hmm. and that's just not happening. Right. That and is how- something that I'm not going to bend on. Right. And I think going back to how we was raised, I feel like we seen because we're just now getting it right. And we're just now getting it I think at the right time because we're not too old and we're not too young so we done had our fun and we learned what we actually want and what we desire right so um where was I going with this going back to how we was raised child I done lost my train of thought because we getting old lost my train of thought okay anyways but yeah i was talking to my friend 
um, yesterday, day before yesterday, and we were discussing relationships and who's the chooser if it's the man or the woman. And he was like, the women. And I think that it changes throughout the course of the relationship because, yes, a woman has to choose the man when they meet initially like the man may even approach her but she has to agree to give him the time of day so she chooses him in that moment and then they begin to date whatever I feel like that still falls in line with her choosing him but when marriage comes around that man now has to choose that woman because he has to say this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with right so I was like, mm, it kind of goes both ways. And he asked me, how do I, how would I choose a man, you know, off of initial contact? And I said, it's going to sound shallow, but he got to be cute. You know, I have to be attracted to him. His teeth got to be straight. Right. <laughs> like, it those- depends on how you approach somebody too. That like, too. That, it all depends because I usually would be like, oh, I want to date somebody taller than me. But I've met guys that are my height or maybe like an inch shorter, full of confidence yeah. and everything else that I desire in a person. And I'm like, you know what? I might consider yeah. talking to them. I'm tired, really. And that's why I kind of steered away from relationship talk because I've been pretty sick of it. Everybody has their opinion, which they're entitled to. However, there's a difference between having an opinion and then trying to force your point of view on somebody. Like, disagree, agree to disagree and call it a day because a lot of the conversations are getting nowhere. And it could be women like, oh, well, we're just trying to advocate for other women who might be in similar situations. Get it, got it, but we've been talking about this for a long time a long time and the man right. that wants to get it will get it and the ones that don't won't <laughs> i agree i completely agree so i'm just like everything isn't so cookie cutter because i seen a post the girl she was like um when i met my boyfriend we were having mcdonald lunch dates and my friends laughed at me and she said this year he gifted me a Rolex watch and he owns X. Okay, girl. So and when I seen that, I said, Well, to each his own, because I you're not taking me to McDonald's for no date. No, <laughs> <laughs> look at a rose reverse. Because I mean, if we just have like a lunch date and you like, oh, let's stop about you. I don't really like But no, no we not. would have to be together. <laughs> we would have to have been together for some time before you treat me to some fast food. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's not the initial dates. That's not how that's happening. Not the initial date. I would rather you take me on a picnic if you made the, you can make the sandwiches, but you won't take me to. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Like you can make us a peanut butter. (laughs) I was just about to say, you would rather be up there eating peanut butter and jelly other than having you some Chick-fil-A. If it's a date, like a picnic date. Yes. If you plan, if you plan a picnic date and you decided to make us some peanut butter jelly sandwiches, some ham and cheese sandwiches, yeah, I'll take that over Chick-fil-A because you put some thought into it. Okay. <laughs> That's what I will reverse. Now I'm gonna be honest. If you stop me 
I was single. And you like, oh, you know, I would love to take you out. I'll be like, okay. And we exchange numbers and then we'd be like, oh, meet me at KFC. No, what? I'm not doing that. <laughs> now, if oh, we've known each other for a while, we've been dating, you've taken me out so I can enjoy the experience. And then you'll be like, oh, it's lunch break at work and I'm about to stop over here at KFC real quick. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll meet you over there. Yeah. Okay, so I got you. But so if somebody, if you met somebody for the first time and they was like, hey, I want us to go on a picnic for our first date, you wouldn't accept a... I don't really like being outside like that. Who, where we sit? I like being outside. Maybe that's why I don't mind. And I like sitting in the sun, like... (sighs) I love the sun. So remember, I've been in John. So another thing that I got from it is, and it's crazy. I'm, this is a little like sidebar. Because you know how they always say pray and meditate on the word. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading and then I, I guess I need to build my confidence because I'm like, Lord, am I really meditating on it? How you would like for me to like, I'm reading it huh oh no I'm saying right oh because I'm like I'm reading the scriptures and like I did when I see them I'll underline them and I'll take notes of like things that catch my attention or that I think I need to Mm -hmm. listen to and pay attention to but then I'm like I don't know if I'm doing this right but now that I'm going back through this with you I'm like well maybe I am because I got something from it yeah but so in John 11 and 50 they had, you know, throughout that whole book, God would like, me not God, Jesus would like do miracles and then they'll find out that he did the miracle and then he'll duck off right. <laughs> because they be trying to kill him, right? So in um, John 11 and 50, there was um, one of the Pharisees, he had made a comment about what Jesus was sent there to do, right? Mm-hmm. And he didn't know that he was prophesying his uh, his um, crucifixion. So the note that I took on this was sometimes God will allow, will use unfavorable situations as a sign or prophecy to push his agenda. Just as he did when the high priest spoke up and said it was better for one man to die than the whole world perish. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know that he was prophesying that because clearly he was he was against jesus so for him to say that i'm like wow that's amazing how we'll sit and i'm guilty i will complain about a situation all day and not know what the use of that situation is or like it's molding me for something i've gotten better like now the command i'm at girl i'm like lord if you want me to get out the navy just say that Oh my God. Just tell me that that's what you want me to do. And I'll do it with no fuss, no fight. But don't send me. I feel like every place that I have worked came with a challenge. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Either it be me and the sailors that work there, it'd be me and leadership, mm-hmm. or me and somebody else complaining to my leadership <laughs> about me. But then I look back and I'm like, I, I've never been to a command that I didn't promote from. Mm-hmm. I've promoted at every mm-hmm. command that I've been at. I've done 
gotten awards and accolades at every command that I've been at. And I'm just like, okay. So that's kind of what has helped me be like, all right, got you up to something. Like you sent me here right. for a reason. Uh, so I'm going a, I'm to a deal with it. But let me know. Let me know <laughs> when it's time for me to go. Because, yeah. But that's and when I read it, I was like, ooh, that was good. But it's also like he'll use like your enemy mm-hmm. to like make his it's like to push like you said, like push his agenda or like make his word come true. And it mm-hmm. it's just people don't even know like or earlier, like when we were talking about, oh, they're gonna say no, right? If somebody says no or you get a no answer, it's just because it was meant for something else. And so I just always live by like all things work together for the good of those that was- <laughs> that is just my I just be like, okay, all things work together. That is always me. But I'm gonna be honest, like in my life, I can start to see like one thing after another, everything that I did, everything was for a purpose. And it was like I was just doing this just because that's what I felt I needed to do or that was the next step and then it's like but it all just like came together like full circle yes girl that's been my that has been my scripture for the longest and I was sitting there and I was like if somebody asked me you know what's a model that I live by I would have to say that scripture like literally and people look at me weird when I find the good in situations because mm-hmm. it's like nah that that's not how it's supposed to be even though mm-hmm. you're being optimistic about it nah that don't make sense but I'm like no nah, it make a whole lot of sense like you might not see it and I I may truly not see the good in it physically but spiritually oh, excuse me I'm spitting spiritually I'm like no nah, it's gonna work out mm-hmm. even though it looks bad right now it's gonna work itself out mm-hmm. <laughs> and I believe that that also comes with listening to yourself and paying attention to the things that's going on around you because somebody could flip it and be like, well, why didn't you stay, you know, in the situation that you was in if all things work together for your good? Because they do, but that doesn't mean that you have to put up with certain things. All things work together for my good because guess what? I'm better now. I used to think that when I broke up with my ex before him, I went through a whole self healing journey and I was at complete peace but the peace that I have now and knowing between the two of them knowing what I will and won't do or tolerate it was worth it it was worth it and then I said and I'm like well I I was never in in and out of relationships growing up so I learned it that way right (laughs) it served its purpose and now I know moving forward and I also know that anybody that I have dated could never say that I didn't elevate them in any kind of way. Uh huh. There's nobody. So I'm just like, even if it wasn't for my good, if it served, if it was served for their purpose, right. then that's good. Something good still came. Right. But it's, people have a a pessimistic way of looking at things Mm -hmm. and I'm just an optimistic person. So I'm always going to try to find the good in something. Mm -hmm. Like I will literally pull the good out of any situation. Like look on the bright side about this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but who's to say like that wasn't just like okay I have to like take you through this so now you know like you'll appreciate this much better when you get this Mm -hmm. or like you said these were lessons that you learned Mm -hmm. like everything has a purpose and I 100% strongly believe I strongly believe that everything has a purpose. I I just see it in my own life. And I just Mm -hmm. like, sometimes I'll look back and I'll think about certain stuff and I'm like, there is no way that could have been like my own doing, like Mm -hmm. no way possible. I couldn't, like, I was just talking to somebody the other day about me. I was actually talking to my little cousin about me being a social worker. And I was telling her, I said, it was weird because it was always the plan for me to go back and get my master's. And everybody that I graduated with, like, around the same time as me with my bachelor's in social work, I just went straight into working and they went and got their master's. And they're like, well, when are you going to get your master's? When you go? And I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. Just not right now, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like, I finished my master's December 31st, 2020. But me and my other friend, um, she also finished her master's. Hers was May of 2021. And we were talking and I said, I just, I don't know what it is, but I feel like social work is getting ready to take like a turn. And it's like, for the better. Mm -hmm. I just, and she was like, I've been feeling the same way. I couldn't have imagined this if I tried. Mm -hmm. I knew that something was going to be different, right? Because social workers are usually like burned out, overworked, unhappy. I work three jobs. I am not burned out. I am not unhappy. I enjoy all three of them. Two of them, I sit on my behind and do nothing. (laughs) And so, (laughs) like, it's just, and it's very lucrative. Like, I just... And then we went to Olive Garden two Sundays ago now. And this lady was complimenting my person. I said, thank you. And then Shanika looked at her and she said, oh, you are a professor at Fayetteville State. And she said, yes. She said, yes, we're both social workers um, and we do private practice therapy. And she called out the business that we do therapy at. She said, oh, well, I'm hiring for therapists. Like if you ever, she said, and I'm pretty sure I can give you like a higher percentage than what you're working because we split. Like I make 100% of my money, but I agree to give them a portion of my money because I'm working under their building and they're basically, I don't have to do anything to get the clients. They give me Mm -hmm. the clients. So I agree to give them a percentage. Like we do a split. She was like, and I'm sure my split will be higher than theirs. It's like anywhere I go, I literally was just talking to somebody the other day. This is my third week at the cancer center. And the lady was like, Oh, they just opened a cancer center in Raleigh and they're looking for a social worker. Would you like me to send them your name? I'm like, no, I just started at this. (laughs) No, she's like, you great for that position. And I'm like, no, but things like that, like, I feel like, oh, and this is the other thing I was telling my cousin. I said, it's funny because all of the people that graduated like with me or around the time I did, maybe a year before, a year after when I got my bachelor's degree and they already have their master's. They're either no longer working in social work. They look burned out, tired. They're not that happy. And I can almost guarantee, and it's not all about the money, but I can almost guarantee that they're not making it. All right, y'all. So I had to cut it short because like always, the conversation turned more into us catching up. Um, But I hope that what we talked about could resonate with a few people. If it's only one, I hope that it was able to help someone and show that there are very different perspectives from your own. 
um, and similar to yours, you are not alone. All right, so while wrapping up today's episode, I want to remind you guys that it is March 1st and we are kicking off Women's History Month, commemorating and encouraging the study, observance, and celebration of the vital role of women in history. Remember that history is her story too. Don't forget to tune in to Conversations of Truth next week, same day, same place. Subscribe to Conversations of Truth on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor for notifications of new uploads. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Conversations of Truth, where we can have an extension of conversation. Remember to join our mailing list if you have not done so already. The link can be found in our Instagram bio. Also, feel free to email or message me with topics you'd like to be discussed at conversationsoftruth at gmail.com. This can also include questions you may have or if you're looking for sound advice. You will not be judged and I'll answer best I can. Until next time, I love y'all and remember, in order to be irreplaceable, one must always be different. Bye.